Lovejoy, actually. <laughs> I get nervous when other people open Prosecco. Get ready. One, two, three. Ooh, perfectly timed. While you're pouring, shall I introduce uh, episode three, series three? I would love that. Isn't it, it is one of my favourites. It's not quite my favourite, but I love it because it does involve music. So hopefully, Em is the same. Uh, we're talking about no strings. Whereas I hate music, um, <laughs> as as you can tell by the fact that. Uh, well, no, Em. I was thinking more no, of the type of music. I know. I was yeah. Yeah. rock music. I and... thought it was very interesting actually that in the opening credits mm. it said hot house flowers and not. The, the hot house flowers, like eagles, uh, but then they refer to them as the hot house flowers. Well, I eagles think hot house just... flowers are called hot house flowers, though, aren't they? Yeah, well, I think they must be. I see what she means, though, because with the Beatles wouldn't have been the same if it was just called with Beatles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I've had people be furious that I say, "Oh, I like the eagles," and I'm like, and it's, it's eagles. eagles. It's I like eagles. The, but obviously, if you say, "I like eagles," we would say, weird. "I like that the radiohead." I love the radiohead. <laughs> I like the Radiohead and Smiths. <laughs> so, I like Smiths. I like you could say that. Anyway, sorry, Helen. So yes, this episode is called No Strings, but featuring Hot House Flowers, the uh, Irish. They're called rock band. They are a they're rock quite band. Okay. I like call them an indie band. They're they're basically Delamitri, aren't they? But, like, <laughs> but I just feel, I just feel like you know they're not that rock. I mean, for me, rock has a certain but I think edge. If you went into Hot House Flowers. If you went into HMV, though, in 1991, would they have had an indie section? That's what I mean. I think that's what they would think. Okay, okay yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. that I get your point. They, they would maybe be under alternative, but I think they'd be under folk. I genuinely yeah, do. Yeah, they were very folky. Folk. They yeah. weren't as folky, even as, say, the Pogues, who mm-hmm. I adore. The Pogues are not usually under folk. They're always under punk, yeah. which always surprises yeah. me, because they're very folky. Interesting, interesting. Isn't it so, yeah, Do you so, have a summary? So, series three, episode three, no strings. I mean, so many. Uh, we can debate why it's called that. I'm. Very... I mean, there were strings. Yeah, were, and also, I'm then... going to spoiler right now. There were strings. There were many strings. There were many, many strings. And well, I mean, this is my again my very brief summary. I'm quite liking these Google summaries because it's not um, it's not inaccurate, but it also leaves a lot out. A valuable harp that Lovejoy was supposed to sell. Mysteriously disappears. Oh, but that happened I mean, for like two minutes. I mean, that it was happen. a very small part of the plot, yes. really. Yeah. But I mean, that is, yeah. And, and actually, I don't think the main part of the plot at all. Mm. No. To be honest. So this is written by. It's worth saying it's by Douglas Watkinson, who I think we've come across once, but really, really liked what he had to yeah. offer, and he's not been back until now. He was the one we, when we talked about a gun, other gunu. Yes. Uh, that was sli- no, that wasn't sleepers awake after the No, same. don't do it again. <laughs> no, it was... there'll be letters. Well, there'll be tweets. There'll be tweets. Oh, that was the one with the furniture in the pub. Yeah, the furniture in the pub. It was. Um, you said who a... dares sing? Who dares sing? Of course it was. Of course it was. I just, just as an aside, like, why do you think the hot brackets the brackets around the hot house flowers agreed to do this? I don't know. At this, yeah. But at this point, Lovejoy was fairly famous. I mean, if you look yeah. at some of the guest stars they've had, to be yeah. fair, this is series three now. So yes. at the end of series two, you've already had Brian Blessed. Well, yeah. But it makes sense as an actor why you would want to do it. But it makes I sense think as I'd... a band, though, because you might attract. It's yeah. it's not Hot House Flowers territory. So you might yeah. attract uh, fans 
through Lovejoy that you're not gonna they're not your normal fan base and maybe Hot oh. House Flowers were Lovejoy fans I mean was Lovejoy screened on RTE I mean do we know this information <laughs> maybe Ian McShane just oh. knew them or somebody knew them or Douglas Watkinson knew them I mean them. they play yeah. that gig don't they maybe they were genuinely playing a gig what, in, in Suffolk, Suffolk. and he says, Can you and they were like, we'll just... oh, why, oh, why, why are we doing this? Why don't we film? Yes, the gig was real. <laughs> oh, we'll I know, that's an, an episode of a slightly obscure sitcom. As somebody who went to see The Lightning Seeds at 6am for, for the purposes of television, um, that's that, that I've oh. realised that that crowd was not See, the Lightning, <laughs> seat, the Lightning Seeds, so they're another quite a good comparator to Hot House Flowers. Oh, they are, actually. I love The Lightning Seeds too. Well, we won't talk about that now. But, I think but we do love the lightning seeds. <laughs> Brackets the. I mean, no, they they were the they lightning there's the lightning. Well, it was just Ian Brody, wasn't it? And then mm. he got it worked, and then he was like, "Shit, now I need to get a band together yes. and go on the roads. This is awkward." A bit like our wonderful, brilliant, amazing theme tune that Marv has done. Oh, single hand. Marv is but amazing. Well, and really when we tour, be. Marv will have to bring a band oh, together to perform. When it. we can't tour, do it himself. Or just <laughs> a very good space when we tour. <laughs> Anyway, so it, this episode opens with Lovejoy restoring a broken Minton vase. Oh, this was so funny. Oh, I don't know why I found it. It was a bit of foreshadowing almost. Like, broken yeah. in a lover's tiff. Oh, yes. yes. He's broken in a lover's tiff and he does this very... Um, Again, that thing about deserving. He basically says, well, they shouldn't deserve it. They don't know the meaning of mm. beauty because they just whack a vase over somebody. Have you ever done that? Why did you ever I've, I've broken a picture frame over someone's head. Have you really? That's Which cool. definitely shouldn't have done. Don't do that. Listen. No. I was not very well. I've thrown a pint over someone. When I, when I get really, really upset, I'm not now as I'm older, but certainly between sort of, I would say, the ages of maybe 15 and 35. <laughs> 20 year blip, you know, like 20 just, year window. Just like, you know, I've learned half now, your life. I've learned now that violence is not the answer. But I found it very difficult to control, like, I will lash out if I'm angry. I've and never, I don't do it now, but I think that is I've never broken I've been anything in therapy. over somebody's head. I have Fury. smashed so something out of fury. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. In I, a, I, like in a corner. Well, like thrown a plate against yeah, the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I get rage. I definitely get rage. I and do. it's quite an aggressive rage. But then I did go boxing for a little while and that was quite good. Oh, I might pick good. that back up again. See, I like the fact you did boxing. I did Pilates. And that made me feel better. I Pilates thought that was quite is so good. hard, though. It is hard, but it's you think good. it's easy when you're doing it, and then the next day you're like, I, I can't move. I'm broken. Well, that was a weird, a weird little that went tangent. Round. It was a tangent. Yeah. But, no, but the point. Well, it was quite nice. It was quite reassuring because the point is, or maybe we, it's we just all get us. cross. And everyone, break things. everyone else is going. We'd never done that. But yeah, no. all the listeners are like, oh my I god, d- now slightly scared. I doubt it. Everyone, everyone has at some point in their life. Broken a picture frame over somebody's but not head. Not that far, but it's probably sort of put a glass down sharply. Oh yeah, exactly. Like bang something, like slammed a door. It's that yeah. same impulse. Isn't oh god, it? we've all slammed doors. Yeah. It's, just, it's, happened, that, it's, it's that impulse. If you've had a picture frame in your hand, slammed, slammed a door and had the glass fall out. Oh, it was a long time ago. I was in my early twenties. I will say that. Yeah, I think as I've got older, and that hammered. Has, that has lessened. Well, that's as well. all right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like age does sort of mellow. It's very cliche, but I think mm. age. I'm does quite mellow, mellow now. Yeah. I'm unnaturally mellow now <laughs> until we all get to the menopause. If you, if you, oh like... yes, then we'll have to look up Ashley, whatever his name was. Oh uh, yes, Tom Wilkinson and the baseball cap. Tom Wilkinson can paint. He'll channel our rage. Do you think he'd paint a flat? His penis. Do you think he'd paint a flat in Collingdale? <laughs> Oh, yes, I think would he would. Would you paint a flat in Collingdale? I think if he knew he was going to get in your pants, yeah? Yeah, he'd be like, look. Yeah. Do you know, this is so many levels of wrong that I'm not even sure. <laughs> this might go into a blue frog. I think it should. Right, yeah, move right. on. Yeah. So Where do we go to the vase? Yeah, he's restoring the vase. 
And then, and then obviously we learn, yeah, that it was smashed love and stuff. He's restoring it lovingly. And like you say, he makes the point that like they don't know the value of it. I and liked we... this because, again, you got something you haven't got for a while because he's been, let's face it, somewhat carried away. Yes, he's been distracted. He looks at this vase at the beginning and end of the episode with yeah. such sort of longing, with that real look of love. And you realise that his first and foremost love is actually not women. It is antiques. It is antiques. Yeah. So basically we learn he's about to go away for a couple of days and he like sneaks out of the house and the office like really early oh he's again, got that because... beautiful suit on his blue suit yeah, yeah. Oh, but again because suit. he knows that like he shouldn't be sneaking off and like just ditching, abandoning his business ditching all his responsibilities for a couple of days so he sneaks off before anyone can like see well he tries he tries doesn't he but he tries to so as he's sneaking off early Tink and Eric turn up with Irish rock box. band the hot house sorry, as you do Irish rock band I actually wrote my notes, Irish rock band Hot House Flowers. I mean, there as, you go. So I, I you knew it was, it was as, no as you do, it's like, oh, bloody hell, I would have got away with it if it hadn't been for Hot House Flowers. Just turning up on my lawn. Turning up on my lawn. Yeah. So basically, they're in their RV. Um, they're basically, they're doing a charity gig locally. They yeah. need somewhere to stay, which yeah. confused me because they appear to be travelling in... Somewhere, somewhere to stay, stay. <laughs> and they even say like we basically they need somewhere to park their RV. But I mean, they could just park it outside Lovejoy's house. Like he's got a massive driveway. Oh yeah, why they have to go and park it outside a, a bigger house? Yeah, it doesn't really ring true. Yeah, but it was rather cute. So like so. Lovejoy offers, or who I can't remember, but one of them, Lovejoy Tinker or Eric, offers Felsham Hall as the place to do this without checking with Jane or anything. But actually, we find out that it's not that much of an ask because Jane. Like adores them. Adores hot house flowers. She, she knows all about the fact that they're coming to this gig because, in fact, hasn't she been involved in organising? She's it been so. Actually, she is, like it's really normal. They go, oh, they need someone. She's to so stay. incredibly starstruck. Who have you been the most? Have you ever been that starstruck when you meet people? Have you met anyone? I think I. Well, one, I think I haven't met anyone, and two, I think weirdly. <laughs> how can I put this? <laughs> you may starstruck by yourself. <laughs> No, I was going to say, because I met Chris Barry. Oh, yes. When I was about 19, and I kind of was like, oh, well, I'm kind of, it's all right, it's cool that he's here, but I'm not that bothered. Whereas if I met him now, I'd probably like lie down on the floor and be like, oh, totally overcome, which is ridiculous. But I don't think I've ever met anyone really. If I met one of the Pythons, that'd be great. I was about to lose it. If I saw Ringo, I would die. Eric Idle is the one I really want to meet because I just, I love him. He's just so lovely. I, I mean, happily meet any of them. Um, I saw Terry Gilliam on um, Hammersmith Bridge, but he looked furious. So we just, <laughs> I just avoided him because I didn't want to bother him. Eric Idle, I love, and I've talked to him on Twitter, which is nice. Oh, I was fairly starstruck when I met Giles Corrin, which is a little bit sad. I, would but be. I love be. Giles Corrin. I, I met the only, cause the only person I've really met is Stephen Fry. <laughs> That's a, I love that. She throws it in like, well, I've never really met anyone. Well, except for Stephen Fry. Oh, it was my neighbour, who my old neighbour, who sadly recently passed away. It was lovely. Mm. It was the wardrobe person on QI he worked oh, on the wow. show oh. so he got us tickets to, well, to go and see it which yeah. I mean, yeah. couldn't do but then to go to the green room afterwards oh, wow. to be honest that was so cool but I was so nervous I mean to be honest I spent most of the time chatting to the elves the QI elves who are because they're just so I'm not stressed by them though. yeah, yeah I, I, I was so like I spent so I was like really excited to meet them and I was like your job is amazing and the thing is they must get that all the time I was like tell me all about all, everything and so I was loving talking to them but to be honest Stephen Fry I was just a bit too like I sort of said hi, literally, and that was it. I wish... And now looking back, I'm like, oh... Well, I was like that with Pierce Brosnan as a, mm. as a teenager. 
And then a little bit with Alan Bennett. I met Alan Bennett. Oh, God, I couldn't do that either. I think I just... Well, like, I went Whoa. up to him and said hello, but it, I just I couldn't not say hello to Alan Bennett because he's a mate. And he was so lovely to me. I think I've probably mentioned that on the podcast before, but he was so lovely to me. Hang on, we've just forgotten about the fact that just before we started recording Series 3, Polly saw fucking Joanna Lumley. Oh, yeah, I did oh, see. I didn't, I didn't say hello I, to her, but I saw Joanna I, Lumley. I saw her at Euston Station, but it felt, it felt like an omen. Oh. Um, so in the end, so basically we decide. Okay, they only need someone to park their RV. Um, Jane offers Felsham Hall, and like not only is it like so like oh should we ask Jane? But obviously Jane is completely starstruck, so she's like yeah oh yes. Oh. And she doesn't check with Alex. No, who, who lives there? But like I wouldn't check with one Alex. Minute, one minute, probably in Hong Kong. Because oh, one minute it's maybe. like we'll park your RV our RV outside your house, and the next minute they're all bringing all their stuff into her house. But she obviously is totally fine with it. She mm. does say, "Oh, I wouldn't dream of it. You must stay." That's she does true. Say, that's you must true. Stay here. And then like we find out that this is where we find out that the band have a mysterious lucky charm. And I was I can't do an <laughs> Irish accent. Yeah, you should be able to do an <laughs> a Irish lucky, accent. A lucky charm in a mysterious chest, and we don't know what it is. I have, so we gather it's something old and valuable because it's love joy mm. um, he was yeah. playing on every Irish stereo but I know when, it, when he it? says lucky charm in an Irish accent obviously lucky you can't charm. help but think of you know the cereal, the cereal. was there though in love joy or was there not another band in another tour bus and I can't remember the name of them oh the remember um, with the well, golden dead raft lizard. it was dead, dead lizard. lizard that was I could not remember their name it was driving me but insane they weren't D.E.D. lizard that's probably why like, I can basically like it. Def Leppard dead lizard um, so yeah, so basically, <laughs> and the reason that the reason that Hot House Flowers have come to Eric and Tink is because the manager, I guess their manager, Declan Grady, very good Irish name, mm. is an old mate of Tink's. But we don't really find out how they know each other. Oh, from the sixties. So yeah, so we so the Hot House Flowers are installed at Felsham Wall, and then we move on to where to where Lovejoy has gone to for his couple of days uh, away. I had issues with this because he turns up to see Victoria. This is becoming something of a theme. And it turns out that she's going to take him on a boat, to which he says, well, he basically says, I'm scared of boats. It might be a uh, Well, boat. there's actually a line a few minutes later where he says, yesterday I'd never even been on a boat. You and you go, yes, you You have been on so many boats. You were on a boat along with booze <laughs> on oh a boat. I didn't even. In to the be first fair, episode. I didn't even think that, but yeah. that's so true. To be fair to Lovejoy, we have all lied to our lovers and said, no, I've never ever but done But he didn't lie to the look. He lied to us. He lied, he lied to us. He broke the fourth wall oh, and said he? yesterday. Oh, he broke the fourth wall. He said yesterday so I'd never been on a boat. And we're like, you have and you were, to you, us. Were, you were We've on the you. boat on the very <laughs> first time you. we saw you. You were on a boat, a right choppy boat as well. I'm really, choppy. it was an awful. It gave me like PTSD from the where? Irish ferry. <laughs> um, but where had they actually gone? Leon Sea. Ramsgate. It was it was where was it? It was obviously Essex because she sort of mentions like Molden and Essexy place. I can't remember. It's weird because like he goes to meet her like at this port, you know, and then he's like, she's like, oh, we're going. He's like, where's the hotel? And she's like, on the boat. She's like, we're going to sea. And he's like, oh, oh. are we? It's like, it's kind of obvious. Because you're it's, at the sea. She and you're says, at the sea and she's on the boat. Let's go down to the sea in a little ship, she says. She oh, wants to, she wants to tour the country on a little ship. Yeah, she was very into, uh, which surprised me because obviously she's lived in um, Peru for a long time. That's where she was married. That's where she kind of made her life. She's obviously a very well-travelled woman. Oh, yeah. And then she was talking about, wouldn't it be so amazing to just go to... And then she... I can't remember Dorset. what she said. Dorset. Hull or something. <laughs> I was like, what, what? I don't think she said Hull. But... <laughs> I was trying to think it's somewhere on the sea. She said Dorset and... <laughs> 
somewhere. But and I was like, well, how long is that going to take? Because she was literally, it sounded like she was saying, let's do it now. And I was like, how long is touring the country on a little ship that's yeah, going to take? That's a, that's a good it's going to take a few weeks, months. So, like, so it was all very odd. And then like so they go out on the ship and then she's like making all these jokes. Like she's hilarious. Like, oh, Lovejoy, is your first name Horatio? Oh, I like oh, that. And also, they've clearly been together for a good couple of weeks by this point. She doesn't know what his first name is. No, but nobody knows what nobody his first name is. Nobody knows. Charlotte it's like Inspector Morse. I don't, I get, Mickey. Um, I don't think, <laughs> Endeavour. Endeavour, Endeavour Mickey Morse. Morse. But, um, I just like Mickey Morse. Um, I don't think anybody knows. I don't think Jane knows. But she's having sex with him. What is she saying? Yeah, lots of people love, love joy. Love joy. Love joy. Oh, oh, yeah. The point oh. is, I just feel like she would surely have seen his credit card. I don't know. Something. Um, yeah, so, okay, so they're so on she, the boat. And she then doesn't we, know his first name. No, and then we go back to the band situation. Because, again, we've got these, like, two, I guess, two storylines again going yep. on in this episode. So back to the band, and we basically find out a bit more about Declan. Oh, I love this So he used bit. to be a singer back in the mm. day, I guess in the 60s, but basically alcohol did for him. He's and, drinking his tea, and Tink's yeah. drinking alcohol. And he very heavily implies that Tinker is an alcoholic. Yeah, because Declan is, says the same thing that sad. did for me has done for you. You lost all your money because of this and I lost my ability to sing and be on stage. I found that quite sad. And then Tinker like pushes the glass away from himself and I and, was And like, pours some tea. Yeah. I found it sad and I found it sad again, I, I mean I'm talking like it's ancient history but I found it sad in the early 90s that there is a reference to what is effectively mental health Mm. issue so strongly you know and then they're sort of talking about Lovejoy aren't they and it's funny because Tink says like oh Lovejoy is like a son to me and then earlier on in the episode Lovejoy has said like, Tink and Eric they're like sons, sons to yeah. me <laughs> um, so then we get introduced to who, who is this guy like the promoter he was because well, I think Declan is like the manager of the band so this other guy Morgan is like the he's sort of so he's like he's the, like the promoter. Well, no, he's not the tour manager. Is he's he the promoter with them. We don't, we're agent not really sure. is he the agent? agent? He's some. He's some. You know. He's set up this gig that they're doing this charity gig. Yeah. He's he's sort of sorted out all the ticketing. Yeah. The, so he's maybe the agent. The yeah. Publicity, all that bit. So he turns up at Felsham Hall looking for them. And we find out a bit more at the charity that the gig is for, but I mean, it's only really hobo, hobo, <laughs> homes before offices. It's like, what does that? Yeah, mean? and what's happening nowadays? Homes are in offices. That's yeah. what's happening what, now. What character are you talking about? Sorry. Morgan. 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 His, that's his surname. I can't Stephen Moore. Stephen Moore. But what else has he been in? He's very famous. Yeah, he's, he's super been in every, famous. He's been in everything. I actually wrote super... No, I didn't write super famous. Well, he's not super famous. He's not like... Chinese but he's tape. someone that you would definitely have seen before. Yeah. Um, and we find out that Morgan, because he comes into the Belsham Hall and he like makes a reference to some lovely grandfather clock. Mm. That, so, so he knows a little bit about Basically, he knows antiques. about antiques. That's what we know about Morgan. That's that's that. So I think that that scene is just to introduce us to Morgan. Then we go back to Lovejoy and Victoria on the boat, and Lovejoy, I have to say, I don't know what you guys thought. Maybe I was just the mood I was in when I was watching it, but he was looking hot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he really he was looking hot. Oh, we forgot. I wrote, Oh, we looking... forgot the bit where they were trying, trying the clothes on. on. I know that was so trying funny. What? They're, They're trying, trying the jackets. Well, that was of... very cute. It was, he was looking cute. so hot. But he looks natural on the boat. I remember watching this, and again, this is just wrong. But as like a fourteen-year-old, and just imagining that he had his arm around me. You know, when he's yeah. wearing, he's wearing what I, is that's basically a fourteen-year-old girl. One, I don't think it's wrong, but also two, I. 
we just have very different tastes, don't we? Because I don't think I thought this at all. I was like, who's this prick on a boat? <laughs> I'm not bothered. Um, and then we do, that's all we see. We just see love, and then it goes back but having, to the other. They're having next scene. such a lovely, having, basically lovely, the point lovely, of that scene is they're having a great it was adorable. time. They're, it's all very romantic on the boat. They're having a lovely time. And then we go back to the hot house fad. And because Lovejoy, actually this is related to Lovejoy, because he's being such a absent boss and just generally quite useless person at this point in terms of his professional life um eric is getting a bit fed up mm. and he obviously eric loves rock given music. that he was bought a harley recently i feel like he's being somewhat disloyal here well but i also think that eric's looking for oh, is it a father figure or an older brother figure or something in lovejoy and he's just being let down at every turn yeah. and he's being sort of given material things but he's not being given what he actually wants which is that's somebody true. to be there that's true and Lovejoy's fucked off again Eric doesn't really know where he is yeah, yeah. I think Eric true. feels the same way as Jane he feels a bit yeah. kind of like bereft like where's my that's true oh, and gone? that's oh. true and Hot House Flowers are about to go on tour in Japan or something and oh, so basically yes. Eric says oh you look I'm looking for something to, you know this antiques thing's not working out for me like can I be your roadie in Japan well actually he says can I can I work with you and they're like oh you. maybe you can play I can't remember what they say but like, maybe you do this on stage and he was like no I literally mean can I just lift and carry that's true like, yeah, I just want an entry yeah, level anything. Yeah, I'll do anything Aww. I don't need to be on stage and they sort of don't really say yes or no at that point do they they mm. sort of like oh, oh no, no we'll never. think about it but then the next thing we see the gig Oh, yeah, which sing- was lovely. By the way, lead singer of Hot House Flowers. So I think it was a real gig, like, as yeah, you said. Yeah, like, it was. Oh, they obviously filmed yeah, 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 To yeah. get people there and stuff, yeah. it's quite a crowd. But it's so funny, I was going to say what you're probably going to say. They tried to get Eric on stage and he bottled it. But they do go on to say, don't they? Uh, Tink, 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 goes Tink goes on stage times 100. Eric didn't, did he? And in the end, he just kept well, saying no. Like, oh, and Tinker sure. went oh, on stage and danced. Think. But yeah, Tinker did. was the keen one. The idea was they were trying to get Eric on because Eric had said, I want to get involved. And Eric bottled and it was just like, no, there's loads And Tinker was like, oh, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to go and dance. Yeah, and he went and dad danced on the stage, didn't he? It was just so beautiful. It was such an expression of just joy. The joy of music, the joy of dancing around yeah. the joy of there being a lot of people in one place who are all singing the same words the same thing it was just it was lovely beautiful. which is lovely and I, I did, and I did also think not that it. I thought that everyone in this episode was hot but like the lead singer of Hot House Flowers I mean he yeah he was hot he was and, but he, when he was performing even more so I was like oh hello anyway <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so so then we, so then we go back Last year in Victoria on the boat, and basically oh, they try. Yeah. So basically they have their first night on the boat. They try to like sleep on the boat, but it's too small for, as Lovejoy coyly puts it, manoeuvring. Yeah. Well, he's obviously not very good at manoeuvring. It's too small for. That's manoeuvring. what I would say. But it, it is. I mean, we the berths on boats are like. Have you ever slept on a train? That's too small for a manoeuvring. No, I've only slept on a train by myself. Yes, me too. So. Only by myself. And, I, and also I was fifteen. I mean, again, it's. <laughs> I was like. 18, 19, but I was yeah. by myself, so yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they basically go to a hotel. But they've got the whole boat. Hello. You don't have to have sex in the boat. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know, I thought it was lacking in imagination. <laughs> you know, I, I thought that too, I was like, you're lacking in imagination. But in a long, here. thin boat, it's hard to find any space that's... Uh, I mean, you can do it on the speaks, floor, I suppose. Standing experience. up. Standing Listen, up. Oh, that's, that's hard too, though. I just couldn't have sex on a boat. I would be too busy throwing up. Even, <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, this is too even if, it's, even if it's stationary. Also, why am I saying in that? A I would also be being sick. Yeah. 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 So they go to a hotel it. and then they have a lovely time in the hotel. A lovely time implied, you know. A lovely, a lovely time, time was had by all. It was and, hard. And then, but then, this is where it all goes 
this was horribly did wrong. Actually feel that their heart almost hurt when yes, they had that. But I was well, like, "What are you doing?" Well, well, I will say. Oh, I don't know when to say this. though. carry on. So basically, he suggests. Basically, Lovejoy brings up the topic of marriage. But very suddenly. He yeah. doesn't build up to it. No, and initially, like, it seems to be like a joke. He's like, oh, should we get married then? Ha ha. Which, I mean, initially you think, oh, yes, very... F- he just says, don't... let's get married. Oh, let's get married. To be fair, that's how my husband popped the question. He went, quote, yes, but you... do you want to get married then? But you've known him for more than four weeks. Doesn't we find out that it's... Yeah, I think that's the difference. Weeks. Because when I got married, it was because I was so annoyed and bored of my boyfriend going, like, ending every text message with, but we're getting married, right? And when we first got together, he was like, of course we got together, because we're going to get married. And it was like this big thing, and he'd always said it to me way before we were romantically involved, when we were just friends. It was like, I'm going to marry you one day, you do know that, don't you? That's the thing that's going to happen. And eventually we did get married, because I was so... Whereas, whereas I got, oh, well, I mean, hopefully, also not only because of that. No, because you know. <laughs> I mean, I do like. Whereas I got engaged, right. I got engaged next to a portaloo because my husband thought that paying fourteen ninety five to propose to me at the top of Blackpool Tower was too. <laughs> Are you going to say the Eiffel yeah. Tower? No, Blackpool, Blackpool Tower. Tower. We, I got engaged next to a portaloo in Blackpool. <laughs> so yeah, so basically, so you think of first of all because he, he comes the whole. Because they're having such a lovely time. He's like, oh, let's get married. Me, initially, I'm just, I, I will like, say, it, it didn't hurt my heart because I was like, oh, oh my God, mine. that's how I got married. It was very, but very similar. F- well, but it wasn't after... It was after, like, literally one day of being like, oh, we're going to do this. Heart. But we He's, have been friends for a very long he was time. So, that was different. But the weird thing I thought he was, because, yeah, he was. But so, like, he says it and she's joking, and then she's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Which, I mean... She says, I never know whether you're kidding or not. Yeah, mm. which is like... Because that's what you would say. Well, which is exactly what Jane says. Yeah. One oh, day yeah, you'll say one it day and you say won't it be you'll mean it. Yeah. And he meant it. He meant it. He so the, desperately meant it. For the and weird, but the well, weirdest thing... But then oh, we'll come on did. to what happens at the end. It but made... The, yes, but I the weird, know, but, the but weirdest, it made me hurt. But the weirdest thing for me about it was... I mean, not so much that he said it, because fine, you know, these things can happen. You can. I, I, I'm not, I'm you not, proposed to women not, on a boat. You I'm, not saying, I'm not saying you can't know after four weeks that you want to marry someone. I mean, that in itself. I had a friend who did but, that. It didn't last very long. But it was the lack of self-awareness that he didn't realise that this might be a bit of a strange thing. to. This is the weirdest thing for me. He didn't realise it might be a bit odd to say to someone you've only known for four weeks, I want to marry you. Like, he didn't. He didn't say, oh, I know this is a bit weird, I know we've But I got the feeling but... he was so carried away and so sure. But he seemed this... he seemed so surprised. So basically, I mean, unsurprisingly, listener, she says no. She's already been married. She doesn't know. Her husband was murdered, which yeah. must have been incredibly yeah. stressful. Yeah, like, you know, she yeah, might yeah, go back yeah. to Peru, all this kind of stuff. But basically, when she says no, he doesn't it's just like go... It's like his world's Yeah, sentence. he doesn't just go, oh, well, okay. Do you know what's he's, so he's, he's, And he's like, he's, he actually says, he says the words, I don't understand... I mean, how can you not how understand, you understand that? You've known her for four weeks. She's given, just giving but, you about five reasons. No, but also, reasons she doesn't well. just say, give it time. She implies that all she wants is an incredibly intensive fling because she said, everything's nice, let's not spoil it. Not just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Everything could be nice no, for 60 yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, especially as someone who's not married, I, I don't, you know, I can see... Like, yeah, in fact, yeah. I didn't, fun, I didn't read it? that into it. I just read... Like, she was just saying, oh, like, don't spoil it at the minute. I I felt so sorry for him. And it's the fact that he gets off the boat. Incidentally, what does he do with his stuff? Because he must have stuff. Uh, I'm sure he leaves it. His I, little hold on. I was going to go, yeah. do you know what I was about to say? I know Lovejoy. And I'm sure he left it behind. But yeah, he does. He just literally, like, she says, oh, she says all these things. And he doesn't say anything. He just walks away. Doesn't. I'm and, so decided. And, that was sad. And the music was... 
Yes, her music. You were the person who made me realise she has a theme. Yeah, Victoria's it's theme. It's lovely. A, a light motif. But it also because, find. like, also because up to this point, and I know this kind of is part of the point of it. But he's been so casual before, and this whole thing of like, oh, I just use yeah. them and throw them out, you know. And, like, and also, he wasn't behaving any differently. Yeah, I mean, he's been this besotted with like other people before, and like totally into yeah. them wanting to, you know, whatever. So I just, I, it didn't for me. It just didn't quite make sense. I, that, for me, it was the line. I've, it was the line. I don't understand. It's like, Lovejoy, you're not stupid. I've I mean, written, you might, you might not like it, but you surely mm. you understand. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah I was, I've um, written. She's right, and he's sad. It yeah, is sad. That is true. There it is sad. So yeah, so that's all that's happened there. But and then we go back. Meanwhile, back with the band, <laughs> back at band camp, um, band camp. <laughs> we find out that Morgan liked it. Well, Morgan's you know naughty. This, this foreshadows for me. And again, I'm I'm overthinking this way too much because in 1994, there was was 90 or was it 95? There was a show that we've talked about briefly on the podcast before called Soul Survivors mm. that had a really horrible band manager who basically came back. He did the opposite. He was like, you can't have this band because they're mine and they're going to be breaching contract. And it reminded me so much the band manager of the Tallahassees. This is a super geeky reference for Kim and one or two others. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to know, well, one or two other people in the world. The chances that they're also listening to this podcast are probably quite low. Arsehole band manager. It's a diagram of Lovejoy, Soul Survivor. It's just Paul and Kim. Proper Lovejoy fans will have listened. They will have watched Lovejoy, they will have seen the final episode in 94 and then will later on have watched White Goods, which also had Lenny Henry in it, and they will have watched Soul Survivors, <laughs> okay. which also had Margie Clark in it, because they were the two things that Lovejoy did after. Oh, I see. We have mentioned Okay, it does yeah. make more sense. We have mentioned Soul Survivors. I think it was 95 and it was glorious. Yeah. It's such a glorious programme. So he's Sorry, an asshole. Can. We don't quite know what his role is promoter, agent, whatever he is. Because he's run basically, he runs off. He he just scarpers with all the money from the gig, hundred grand, which obviously wow. was partly for the charity, but also because it's, it's a charity them, gig to yeah. pay the you know the performers. The, the tech, and the, well, yeah, I, and I the think the band were doing it for free, but the, the tech, like, the venue, the da, 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 da. so he's he's run off. Um, for that, so we find that out. And then we go back. It's very back and forth. It is very back, back and forth. to the Victorian Lovejoy storyline because basically Lovejoy has walked off the boat, goes back, he sort of goes back to Lovejoy Antiques and Victoria turns up at Lovejoy Antiques oh. asking him, oh, asking so like, why, why did you run away? Why did she run away? I, she said no to marriage, not to him. Yeah. Did she uh, say that? Yeah, she says, she I said no to marriage. She does yeah. say that, Not yeah. to you. Which I think, because that's what I interpreted it as. She was just like, no, I don't want to marry you. I've known you for four weeks, but it doesn't mean I don't want, like, I still I don't like, want to, I don't want to not have yeah. sex said, with you. This is great. She said, like, I don't want to spoil it because they're having a lovely time. I mean, and for all, for me, that all made total sense. But anyway, so she turns up asking what the hell happened, which, so basically, she goes chasing after him. So you're like, oh, it's okay. They're going to be together. Um, and then Lovejoy gets called away to, like, discuss something with the band, which we'll come on mm. to. We don't know at this point what it is, really. And the Victoria... While he's gone off to just have a chat with her, he doesn't. He just like, okay, see you in a minute. She goes off to the airport to go back to Peru. Oh, yeah, that was when a bit me. When has she booked this ticket? But to also, Peru? surely, if she goes back to Peru, isn't she in massive, massive danger? danger? That's yeah. because earlier on but when he she said, was talking about wanting to don't go back to Peru ever. You will die. That doesn't doesn't include. <laughs> include the word ever or you will die. Was but we enjoyed a bit doing of it. advice for you: don't go back to Peru. <laughs> Peru. 
Trust me, I've watched this more. But <laughs> sorry, but she'd been talking about going on this like tour yeah. of the British Isles, like yeah. and she, earlier in, she could have gone anywhere. Why on earth did she go back? It, to it doesn't really make she sense. Because she's just gone back to like basically say to Lodger, look, I, look, just to say, like, I still want to carry on. Like, I don't want to marry you, but let, let's carry on. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, he doesn't... They kiss. I mean, he doesn't say, oh, no, if you don't want to marry me, I don't want to know, mm. go away. They're like, oh, OK, they have a kiss. And then he goes, literally just goes to talk to the band about something. Yeah, but I think she knows that it's not... Well... Because he's it, not going to let it lie Weirdly, without discussing with him, she decides to go back to Peru. I felt really Earlier sorry in the same day, she, she yeah. says, I might go back. And then later on, the same day, she's like, right, I'm, I'm oh, well, I think that's it. Okay. She kissed him and she was like, you can't let this go. I have to leave. Have I the re- oh, I've written, I love Victoria. Have either of you guys ever just bought a plane ticket at the airport? No. Because, do you remember, has anybody seen um, Fish Called Wanda? Mm. The end of a Fish Called Wanda? <laughs> we have to get our Fish Called Wanda reference in every series. Yeah. Well, every one per series. So, Well, I haven't got a Python reference for this episode. But Fish Called Wanda, they rock up at the airport and basically say, two tickets to South America, please. If I had enough money, I would I would do I that. I think obviously but probably 30 years... I would never years, have that much money. Probably 30 years ago, it was more common. It was probably more done when you didn't it, have the internet. Yeah, and also, I guess... And maybe the... Because maybe you pricing money... was different. Like, maybe it wouldn't have cost that much more because maybe it, there wasn't it was the whole, like, dynamic anyway. pricing yeah. that people didn't know about, you know. So she goes to the airport and then when Lovejoy comes back from his chat with the band... She's, he's really shocked to find out she's just gone. I mean, it's a bit I felt weird. so sorry surely for she him, actually. Surely no, her, she couldn't say goodbye her... because if she tried to say goodbye, she would end up staying and she knew that wasn't the right thing to oh, say. Oh, I don't know. He's very shocked anyway. Anyways, that's I all felt very, really sorry for that's him. That's all very sad. And then you get, quite late on in the episode, you get subplot, well, the the, the other plot, yeah. don't you, really? Well, which is some good acting for well, the band. Like, about the, the band heart. basically asked Lovejoy to look at their lucky charm, which turns out to be an old... Well, we think we presume initially it's an old Irish harp. Mm. It turns out that it isn't, doesn't it? It turns out it's interesting. Their acting, I absolutely loved. Yeah, I did. They'd obviously split the lines between the whole band because they were like, that way it would be more natural. You won't have to do like heavy acting. And they came across very natural. They were were really good. The whole band were. Good actors, they were great. Yeah. Actually, I mean, that's maybe why they agreed to it because they sort of that's what they felt they wanted to do. But like, considering <sighs> they weren't actors, unlike in you know, either Help or uh, any <laughs> yeah. of the John Lennon is oh. a good actor, but poor oh, sweet Paul George and, is just, oh, and McCartney no. is just affected. Yeah, yeah and yeah. poor sweet George. Although Ringo went Ringo's on to have a full good. film yeah, career. Well, Ringo's pretty he good. He was in The Magic Christian. He was in all of them. Yeah, Ringo, Ringo's pretty good. So yeah, so he asked them to look have a look at this harp, and they're like, oh, it could be something, but obviously. Lovejoy knows an expert. Jack, I didn't get his surname. Jack something beginning with S. But Jack, well, he was an interesting character, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Yeah. But before they go to see Jack, basically Eric announces to Lovejoy that he's going to Japan with Hot House. Flowers. Yeah, he's like, screw you. You never talk to me. You don't look after me. Oh, poor Lovejoy. I wrote, Eric is going what? to Japan. With- poor Eric. <laughs> I wrote, Eric is going to Japan with Hot House Flowers. And is a very petulant teenager about it. He is really And meanwhile, I put in, Eric tells Lovejoy how it is. Lovejoy's a different. Lovejoy bought him a Harley. I'm with Helen on this. Also, Paul. Yeah, to try and like. Paul Lovejoy says. Paul Lovejoy says. Yes, because he set Eric up in the first place. Paul Lovejoy says, fine, walk out on me, everybody else is. I just wanted to give him a hug. I felt so sorry. Oh, and I thought, yes. Lovejoy, think about what the common denominator <coughs> is 
in that oh, no. in that situation who is the person who is constantly is it you yes it is so what are you doing you're obviously doing something aren't you leave him alone think about it. leave my friend alone so they go, anyway, they go and <laughs> the see boyfriend they go and see they go and see Jack who's the musical instrument expert and they find out well actually we had learned this earlier that it's a Scottish harp because when he asked the band about it they mentioned a place which is in Scotland oh, Scottish yes, island, yeah. but I didn't know it was a Scottish island yeah, so yeah. I, again I love the fact that Lovejoy knows experts because mm. it's it's a reminder quite often that Lovejoy is not the expert on everything mm. always. Yeah. yeah. And he's getting And it he knows when to kind of to pass it on, even if it's just for his own reassurance, if he has a, a an idea about something. Yeah, so they, they all so they all go, like the band and Lovejoy and Eric, everyone goes to Jack and takes the harp and they find it Scottish, you know, and basically Jack says, oh yeah, I can restring it and restore it and bring it back to its... And they, it's basically, it's very ancient. It's 1503. Oh, oh yeah. Queen is... Mary Harp, 1503. And so they, they're talking to Jack about it and when they go back to see the band, the band are all like having a jam with all of Jack's. Jack I has love lots of, that. Lots of instruments in his workshop. It was, it was I love And they're all having a jam. That, that interestingly, was gorgeous. Like, do you not think that the music, it was quite like Paul Simon? Yeah. Well, because some of the um, stuff that he didn't have an, uh, like an ビーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバーバ
they might find mm. something. And then the mint and vase comes up again. And I, I mean, did it have some any significance other than being a sort of symbol? Of... I think it was symbolic. I think it was, I symbolic, think it was just symbolic. It? Yeah. But it was. I mean, it was. It, it worked. I think in that in that particular sense. Mm. So that, that's all happening. And then we move to. Back to Jack's place. So they, they've left the harp with Jack. Oh, to gosh. Really and, then, yes. and they've literally and then, said, Eric, you have to oh, sleep with it. You Eric. Can't. Oh, that's why Eric has to look after the harp at all times because it's very valuable. And, and again, again, this hubris, is where really hapless, again. hopeless Eric comes into play. And it just it makes does. me think, oh, give him a break, man. No, right. he fucked up. <laughs> he didn't. He just fell asleep. He's tired. Yeah, imagine if, if somebody on a boat did that. They hit an iceberg. Oh, shit. I'm, look, I just fell asleep. I just... Well, I, I think... Did. I would say that's a failure of management to not realise that you might be tired so and you might yeah, fall asleep. So Eric's, Eric's guiding Working the harp. time directive. <laughs> he falls asleep and then someone breaks into Jack's place and takes the harp. Weirdly, though, so he takes that. So obviously they're all... So Eric and Tinker and Lodger are like, oh, shit, the harp's gone. They don't... I don't think they tell the band, do they? Oh. They don't tell the band. So basically the harp's gone and then they go to this auction that they found the catalogue for and it's of 19th century French paintings. So okay, they're right. hoping they'll see Morgan there. Can I make a point here? So that where they go to this auction, it's filmed, it's in Lavenham. It's that, it's that town square that we see all the time. Yes. Yeah, I'm but they say, they say it's somewhere else. They say it's off the beaten track. But in Lavenham, it's literally in Lavenham. Lavenham in... is off the beaten track in and of itself, I suppose. I suppose it's, that's what they meant. You know, we've talked about it's not got a train station. It's nearish to Bury St Edmunds, Long Melford, around there. Mm. And then basically, <laughs> they, they kind of guess that the Morgan's going to be there. They find out, you know, they somehow find out that they live in a, this place. They live in Ballyduff in County Limerick is a mansion. So basically, they've been yeah, they've been stealing yeah, so money. What, what they're doing is yeah. when they come to England, they're just being like getting money off people, going back on the to street, Ireland, Joe Blogs, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's that's actually a direct quote, isn't it? He says he comes here, he plays Joe Blogs, yeah. he goes back to Ireland, he lives it up, lives it up. And then so basically, Lodge was like, look, the Morgans are here. The Morgans must be here. Go and find their car. Let their tires down. So this is their way of like, right, we're going to get them. But also, how would Eric know which car was their car? That was the bit that really confused me. I was like, is he going to have to wait and see them come out? I guess like, like Morgan he... did come to Felsham yeah. Hall, yeah. presumably yeah. in his car. He's presuming he's got a better memory. I don't even remember what uh, our car looks like when I'm looking for it in multi stories Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have to try and remind myself. Oh, we haven't had a Fiat for a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then Declan Grady turns up at the auction. Which is a bit... He's trying to tell them something, right? Well, that, he's I trying to say... Sure because bit. it isn't... I think he... I lost the plot a bit towards the end. No, no, so what, so what happens? The harp, the harp has gone missing. Yes. They're all looking for the harp. And I but assumed Declan... Morgan had something to do with that. Well, so didn't. did we all, no. and that's the point. Yeah. And Declan is trying to point out, no, no, hang on, actually... Don't worry about Declan, the harp. Don't worry about the harp. It's not to do with Morgan. Morgan's a Oh, that's nurse, right, yeah. But we know that he's not... And, and again, Lovejoy does rather what he did in the last episode. It's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Everybody is is pushing him to one side because they just assume, because he's a badden, that he must have mm. something to do with the harp. Yeah, but, mm. yeah so then, and then Morgan turns up at the auction and his, his wife is there. I quite like the bit where, instead of being in a pub that the gang normally is in, like Eric Tinker, Lovejoy Jane, they're in a tea room. <laughs> it made me think of that earlier bit where they were talking about drinking and um, Declan had the tea. And I was like, oh, Tinker's chosen to go to a tea room and not a pub. So, Mor- yeah, so Morgan turns out to meet his wife. And then what ha- I'm trying, I haven't actually written very comprehensive notes at this point. Maybe I, I think because I was kind of losing what was happening. So I was turns very out, confused at this point. Then they realise, okay, Morgan's here now. He's come to pick up his wife. They're going to try and get in the car and not be able to go. Let's get him. So they, when he gets into the car, tries to get into the car, they all turn up and like 
confront him and say, you've yeah, stolen yeah. the money. Give us it back. Give us it back. But then what happens? Does he give it back? I uh, I think well I it was got, a bit unclear. I got it was one. Quite I've seen this episode so many times, but mainly for the very 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 last line. Yeah, we'll come on to that. And like oh, um, for yes. the band, which yeah. I loved, yeah. <clears throat> and actually just for Lovejoy's sort of hurt and love and all of that. And I didn't really think it was clear, and so I'd be interested to know your take. Um, why the harp had gone where it's gone? Should we say? Oh, where the well, all, gone? all I've written is. Why are there nuns? I was so <laughs> well, fucking confused. We must have nuns for a while, have we? Or, you know, what happens when they, confront, when they confront, they the, confront Morgans. the Morgans? They confront all, the Morgans, the Mr and Mrs Morgans, all I've written at is, the car. All I've written is, they confront Morgan. Yeah. Why are there nuns? The but the nuns aren't is, in the confrontation. No, I. So the idea is, I think, that and, and again, we need to be careful what we put in here because we're going to get furious people on Twitter, but that Declan has lent the harp to a the convent but why they because they want to but also what sure happened why. with Morgan and the money because neither of us two can yeah, remember they, that they, can, they <laughs> confront Morgan at the car and, and I've like, seen it about I guess, 20 I guess the times. implication is that they've got him banged to rights and yes, stuff I think so but it's, it's never, it's never really said and then, like you say next thing you know we're at a convent I did think and this bit was beautifully I mean, shot it was, it was beautiful, beautiful. when the band were playing so, the so, light was coming in the nuns were there so in the end the convent they took the harp to the convent and the nuns had re strong the harp yes. so actually Jack it's gorgeous was, actually um, but, and I was like I just, all I've written is the harp was taken to a convent to be restrung by who question mark question mark why question mark question mark what happens to Jack like he he thought I, he had a job and now he doesn't have a job I, I don't know why they did it and I don't think it was clear and I'm glad you guys have it said it's not, not clear, clear but there it, was something it was so it was extremely beautiful. incredibly yeah. beautiful so basically about they, they it. go to the convent and a nun so they've re, the nuns have restrung the harp and a nun is playing the harp and it's beautiful. It was beautiful I thought it was gorgeous absolutely beautiful and so the hot house fires like watching that so the hot house fires are somehow there yeah <laughs> like, they, at the convent as well. they were there already playing, and then there was more yes. than just the harp playing so no, they were playing just the harp yeah. well at this point just the harp yeah and the hot house fires like oh, and they actually donate so despite so the, this i mean obviously they're 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 wealthy the hot house fires are a successful band so but it's their lucky charm that's more the significance it's got sentimental mm. value but they are so overcome by the beauty of this the nun playing the harp and all that, that they donate the harp to the convent, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is actually gorgeous. Yeah, I found yeah. that I found that just a glimmer of... It was, it was beautiful, but it was all a bit odd. You I mean, it was very Irish I mean, as well. You didn't know, like, <laughs> yes. But you didn't know why it had all happened or how it had all happened, but it happened. There's a lot of happened. Irish stereotypes. Lucky charms and nuns. Mm, yeah. And harps. And harps. And harps. And then Eric also reveals... And drinking. That, Eric also reveals that he's decided not to go to Japan. Yeah. Because for some reason he'd rather stay with somebody who doesn't care about him, treats him like but shit. But he does care about him, and he said earlier on they're like sons. No, he does. He doesn't. He bought him a Harley. To make up for no. setting him up, but he could have just but he could buy his love. But he could have just bought his own. He could can't buy me love. He could just bought his own bike back, but he didn't. He actually bought him a Harley. A better boy. You're right. I know. Come on, no one's ever bought me a Harley. Also, Eric. So I didn't so, even get a bloody BMX. <laughs> he decides to go back not to go to Japan, but he also breaks the Minton vase. Yes. Oh, what's he's just so hapless, and I think that's the thing oh, that I really love about he's him. Sweet. I probably, he yeah. it. I'm a dickhead as well. 
see I see myself mirrored in Eric. And so is the, mint, is the Minton vase meant to represent Lovejoy and Victoria's relationship? I think, I think so. so. Oh, not no, actually. No, I don't think it's meant to represent Lovejoy and Victoria's relationship. relationship. I think it's meant to represent, yeah, like Polly says. And he says earlier on. He says earlier on, and this is so true. Women may let you down. Antiques never. Mm. And that sums up so much of Lovejoy. It sums up all six series, actually. Well, then we went into the scene that caught me completely oh. off guard. Even though technically, you know the scene I by knew heart. The scene because I've it's told one you. of Polly's favorite it scenes. Is, oh, I should be, have known before this scene. This is the last oh, scene. Sorry. So before this, basically, we end in what you think is going to be a typical way because Hot Housewives are having a jam session in Fashion oh, Ball. Yes. There's champagne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there has to be champagne, have at, champagne. at the end of every... That's our only excuse for drinking all this Prosecco, is there is champagne in We would not afterwards. be doing this were it not for art. I just want to point <laughs> this out. We only... Helen's right. We only drink champagne due to the... <laughs> prosecco. Sorry, we only drink Prosecco... We'll drink champagne on the very final an, episode, Moe. To give the podcast an element of authenticity. Yes. But yeah, so, Carry so, on. So they're all having... Like, they're sort of celebrating, because obviously, again, like everything has turned out well, all's well that ends well, apart from the obvious. And then you, we get the scene, the scene, which we have talked about. Beautiful scene, which says Jane oh. and Lovejoy. And basically, Jane reveals to Lovejoy that... I mean, as we knew anyway, but that Victoria is back in Peru. Oh, yeah. Um, and she's safe and well, but she's back in Peru. And then Lovejoy, it is that line. I realize, it's, it's so intense. I realise I, I got it wrong in a previous... When we were talking to Kim and I said, I even remember what he's wearing, it was a white shirt. It wasn't, it was a blue shirt. It was a light mm. blue shirt that he's wearing. They're, they're sort of just, just lying down in front of the house, aren't they? It's very drinking intimate. champagne. It's very intimate. And you realise... As you know, they, it's wine. Because it is wine. You realise that they are the dearest friends, actually. Such close friends. Yeah, well, this was the thing that got me, I think directly through the heart because I, d- I don't know what it is she says but he says no I wasn't in love with her actually I was in love with the idea I was in love with the idea of love and then he says but I've realised something like friends are more it, it's better to be friends than to be lovers and that yes. oh my yeah. god the water oh, yeah, works the two of them. on maybe, my sofa maybe it's <laughs> straight out of my have eyes friends. better yeah. to be friends than lovers. lovers he does like that. literally um Projectile tears coming out of my eyes. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. Like cartoon hyperventilating. It's so But as I say, she is a very true statement. It is, yeah. And particularly in that scenario, because he would never, ever want to lose her, but she is currently, however flimsily, taken. Mm. And and he kind of turns away, and, sh- and she says, oh, he says, oh, have you got a tissue? And she then... Goes, Are you crying, Lovejoy? No, I've got wine on my shirt. And I knew the line, and I knew that was going to happen. But it was too late. I had wine on my shirt, on my trousers, in my hair. I used to... Balling. I used to replay that though because I thought that was sweet because it did show that vulnerability that we lacked in episodes like the Judas Pair when we should have had mm. it and we didn't. Yeah. Okay, he's put one on your shirt and he goes, no, I've got one on my shirt. But the conversation he's just had in the run up to that, he is was quite, crying. Yeah. He was crying. He's yeah. emotional and he is upset and it's all right to be. Yeah. I, I've had a, I've had a whole week of so my grandmother died on Tuesday. I've had a sorry, this is completely relevant to the podcast. I'm just you know. Uh, I've had a whole week of the whole it's okay not to be okay because mm. I've been so not okay this week. But it's the right... That's okay. right. It's a natural reaction. But I think it's still very much the case that we've only very recently got to the point that you can effectively shout, I'm not okay, 
I need people to come yeah. and validate my existence lack of okayness oh, or no. <laughs> an existence I mean that's just a general that's a general thing. I, I but, need that general listener but you know he's done actually his world has been shattered in a way because he'd found this security however fly by night we may think it is he'd found this soulmate and this security oh no don't he had but then you realise his soulmate and security that's constant is Lady Jane but she's taken and you mm. go god life is mean but no but well me, it is. Or you realise actually, but what they have, what Lovejoy and Jane have, is a friendship. Absolutely, a very that, special that one. That is very special and that will endure and actually probably. And, and, and like when he says better to be friends than lovers, like because friendships generally are more enduring. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's what he means. Well, and, and as I say, I look at you guys and I've known. <laughs> and you're like, thank like, God I'm sex with these last two idiots. <laughs> no, I would have ruined it. <laughs> no, I met, I met my friend Liz. Um, um, there was a thing on Facebook. It says, you have known each other for 12 years. No, I've had a Facebook account for 12 years. Yeah. I met her in 1986. Yeah, When exactly. we both walked into the same classroom together. Oh, How cool is that? Funny. I How don't cool have any friends that? like that because I'm but a I've known, person. I've known <laughs> Helen since... Two, I've known Helen for 19 years. Wow. Yeah. I do have friends from primary school. Not close friends, but don't you have friends that I've known since 1980. I also started school in 1986 because I was a summer, yeah. summer baby. So, 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 yeah. Th- there endeth uh, a very quite a emotional episode, but it also really quite fun. Was. I, I enjoyed this episode. It, was, a it lot. was well put together. I did enjoy it. What did you learn? Well, Go on. I learned what Lovejoy learned. I learned that friendship is more important than I was about to say. The value, I, and I know we mm. know it, but it's nice to have it. Kind of, it's nice to it's be nice reminded. It's nice for the BBC to tell us. I rem- yeah, the value of friendship, and that's not meant to sound corny. The value of friendship. I don't know what I would do without you guys. Yeah, but um, I, I think there's another thing of like, for me, this is so healthy and useful. And like, mm-hmm. look at us doing a thing, a project together. And yeah, and I would never shag either of you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> rude. Well, I mean, uh, I feel rejected now. So but time you know. will tell, listener. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Um, but yeah, no, I... I oh, no, that's the other thigh! Kim, the thigh is back! The bit that I'm going to definitely... Do it again! Out, I found to slap my thigh. Oh. Do it again. There you go. There you for all you listeners. Um, yeah, what did I learn? I mean, okay, yeah, I suppose I learned that, that, that more, like, deep and philosophical lesson that, that Paul just mentioned. But also, I learned that nuns like harps and stuff. <laughs> Come on, it's that stereotype. Well, hello there, father. No, yes, but it's a nice little. They like you playing music. Oh then. yes, I like the harp there now. I love the harp. Oh yes. Would you like a cup of tea? It's well, those nuns Irish. No, I'm just taking the piss out. Of oh, them. I we see. Just, well, we... they might have been, and they might have just yeah. travelled. They might just live here. But I also, I also, I also learned. I feel like I learned about Lovejoy that he, he isn't as kind of. Well, obviously, we obviously learned that he's not as kind of like um, casual and detached about romantic yeah, relationships as he is. As he is expressed before but also that, like he's a bit maybe slightly lacking in emotional intelligence and again I think we knew this already but that we're just I think I know I've banged on about this before but like when he says to Victoria when she says oh no sorry Lovejoy the answer is mm. no I'm not going to marry you he's like I don't understand I like, think he's an how interesting how can you not understand like, I understand that you could be 
devastated and upset and deserved, but how can you not understand? I think, I think he does understand, it's just what he says. He's quite... Mm, uh, maybe. He's an interesting character, because you say he lacks emotional intelligence, but none of us have emotional intelligence all the time. And I always like yeah. to think I'm quite good at it, because of what I do as a job. There are occasions when I totally yeah, miss him. And there are occasions throughout the series, particularly in, in like the final series, for example, where there are characters that he shows such love and care and mm. uh, you know and like he has in earlier series for sort of teenage girls and that genuinely and appropriately uh, kind of con- and for older people you know real concern yeah for the vulnerable for basically. the vulnerable yeah. yeah that's a much better way of putting it i've had a lot of wine but um and mm. then there are other occasions when it's to do with him yeah, that's what it is yeah he and misses we've all the got mark that. when it's him like he misses mm, the mark when true. it's him mm. And and I th- so I actually think in in a Sunday night light hearted comedy drama they've actually got maybe maybe unintentionally quite a deep character. Yeah. Honestly, I, I it do. Was, I really I was so surprised by myself for being so affected and crying. It's very before emotional. he w- and he, maybe he wasn't crying, but I was very surprised. And I was like, oh, that's the line. That's the God, line. No, no. I've, I've been talking about that's he crying. That's a poll. Was he crying? Yeah, was he crying? Was he crying? Mm. Okay, marks out of ten. Uh, nine. I'm gonna ask you about nine as well. Aren't Woo! I? Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Oh, what? I didn't like. Well. Oh, don't feel eight. Precious. Yeah, it's it, all I right. loved it. I did really like it. I don't think I've done a nine yet, and I feel like I've got. Oh, time. actually, sorry. I'm. I'm actually revising no, to I'm eight because I got so confused at the end. No, I'm. So I'm gonna it say eight because I was like, I don't actually understand the end. For the antique of the week, can I have all of the instruments in that workshop yeah. that they then do the jam, jam session yeah. on? Because that was gorgeous, and I grew up with particularly Irish folk music. Because so my family from the north, but my granny was Irish. Mm. I have a violin which was owned by my great grandfather, which oh, is Irish. Wow. <gasps> which I can. I will put a picture. I'll put a picture on the. I'll put a picture on. And uh, yeah, and, and so my violin, which is currently lacking a G string. I've lost my G string. How oh, um, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, uh, but I just love old instruments. I love Irish folk music, and I've been to see yeah. the Dubliners, and I've been mm. to see the Pogues, Endless Times, and and that. I think that's why I love this episode because I grew up with music. Like yeah. That. So the hot. I want the hot. Is it cheeky to want the hot? It's like that bit in uh, Desert Island Discs when they say, "What would you like to take with you?" <laughs> or can I take a bed with a duvet and a pillow? And yeah. a, no, can can I take my kitchen? Yeah. Can I take no, my whole kitchen? no. You can't take your kitchen. Can I take my island? cat? Yeah, no, yeah. no, but I would love, if I could, the whole workshop. Mm. I would probably be happy with just the harp. I thought the harp was beautiful. It was. So beautiful. The only note that I've written was about what I've learned, and in there I've written, antiques won't let you down. Oh, yeah, Which is what he says at the end, isn't yeah. it? So maybe my antique is the Minton vase, because of what it represents. Yes, very good. How easy it is to smash something that you this is didn't true. really mean to smash, but oh, you were a bit upset. God. Including Which like, is what he does. Including your it? relationship. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I mean, it has. So deep. It, I mean, if, if he'd never said to Victoria, hey, 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 I've got a great idea, let's yeah, get married, yeah. they'd probably, it, they, they'd it probably, wouldn't have happened. They'd probably be on their left. trip around. God, it's a metaphor, yeah. everybody. It's one heck of a metaphor. <laughs> a Minton vase is a metaphor. And it was quite a beautiful vase. I mean, it was, it was a lovely, lovely vase, vase, but I just have a musical instrument obsession. And also the fact that Eric managed to smash it even more. I know. It even makes worse me enjoy my to start metaphor. with. Well, I think okay. So I think that's that's <laughs> that's no strings. 
No strings. I mean, so many meanings. Oh, we get it now. Because so no, no strings, strings attached to the, har- the relationship. No strings attached to the relationship. I'm an idiot. And also no strings on the harp. This is true. So we will be back with you in two weeks to discuss the gloriously named Angel Trousers. Oh, I'm so excited. And we that's a Terry, aim- isn't it? Angel Trousers is a Terry episode. Indeed, <gasps> it is oh, a Terry. We've got quite a few uh, Terry episodes coming up. We including also have, your favourite, right? Including, oh, your nose. including my favourite. We've got a legendary of, smoke, smoke your nose. nose. Which is amazing. Um, that's in a few episodes time, though. You've got a while before that. Uh, but we do also have Love Knots coming up, which is the one that we discussed with, oh, with Kim. We, we went into yes. it. has got Virginia McKenna in it which is one heck of a guest Very exciting. which I'm looking forward to. So. Uh, but yeah, Angel Trousers is next. So in the meantime, have an amazing two weeks. And find us online at LovejoyAPod on Instagram and Twitter. And rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts because it really helps us and it really yeah. helps if you, write, you to find everybody else. Yeah, if you write reviews, more people are likely to find us, even if they're bad reviews, even if you don't like the fact we sound like a Hindu. <laughs> Write as a review and other people will uh, find us in the podcast ether. That's right. And also we're on Patreon. So patreon.com slash lovejoyactually. Yeah. We Um, might be able to buy a mic. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe we'll sound even better. Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 I'm waving again. Bye.